You're listening to the Cheap Shots Podcast Network. What's up, noodles? TK, how you doing, man? It's been a long time, dude. So long I make my roommates wear masks that look like you. <laughs> uh, I uh, I am... So, after that last episode we had, which was actually a really good episode, I thought, especially after the noodles saga, um, we went a uh, couple weeks. We took a little break. A hiatus. A hiatus. Yeah. So, um... We're here. I'm actually in Kansas City right now. Congratulations. I, th- I think I know where you are. <laughs> Do you, can you see me? I can see. <laughs> I know where you are. You're real close. You're super close. I am. I'm kind of close. You're home. I am home. I am in the basement. If I make weird noises, it means I need to be set free. But for right now, I'm okay. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, I'm happy to be back on with you, man. Same. It was also nice to take a break. Your life traumatized me. It did. It traumatized me as well. Um, And speaking of my past life, I'm actually in a recording studio right now with a buddy of mine who was a part of that life. Um, He currently has his own podcast, which we can possibly or possibly not get into. Uh, We'll leave that up to him. But um, I would like to introduce our dub to our podcast. What's up? What's up? What's up? What's up, our dub? We've tried this nine times. Let's try it for a tenth, and maybe we'll release this one. Yeah, absolutely, man. We... How's it going, TK? Pretty good, man. Please, please don't try to beat me up on this episode, <laughs> so we can put it out. We we tried a couple times that, and it didn't work out. Uh, we had a lot of recording time, and it. It got lost. We lost the tapes. So many beautiful nuggets gone. It, it, for it sure. Went down with the Titanic. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was definitely, it was just as traumatic. So like we're in our dubs studio right now. And um, I'm going to kind of introduce him. I've known him for, uh, I don't want to, I don't want to give my age away, which I already have. Let's do the math. <laughs> so a long time since high school. Um, Long time. 65 years. Excuse I me. remember the first time I met him, we were in a uh, wood shop class. It was actually called, it was construction. We were building a house in high school, which is pretty badass. Um, but I remember I was on the bus, so they had to bus us to the, the job site each day. And it actually took up two periods. And... I remember sitting there talking to him, and we were talking, and he was kind of telling me about um, his religion. Oh. And oh. he's like, 
Holy shit, we're getting deep. We're getting <laughs> deep. I mean, we're getting like Real right quick. into it. Right into I, it. I like that. First of all, you guys doing child labor. That's cool. I like child <laughs> labor. Did that house collapse and kill someone? The house still is still the day. Oh. And, and we didn't build just one house. We built no. three. Three houses. I mean, three years worth of houses. Yeah, three years. So... Real quick, um, he was telling me about um, his religion um, at the time, and it blew my mind because I'd never heard, uh, I'd never known anybody that had this religion, and the things he was saying like, yeah, we don't celebrate Christmas or birthdays. He's like, I get presents just whenever. Like, oh, it's a Thursday. Here's a present. He's like, isn't that much better than like having to wait for your birthday to get presents or on Christmas. And I was just fucking, my mind was blown. I couldn't believe it. And we were friends ever since. It was that, I mean, I was talking about the branch Davidians. Right. (laughs) That wasn't (laughs) Satanism, right? (laughs) Uh, Yeah. And uh, he survived. I did survive. Just with a slight limp. Stronger for it. Couple uh tell us about yourself a little bit. I think you did it. Oh, I you think did. I already you did, did a really it. good job there. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I made you look like a psycho, but I didn't even say what uh, religion it was. Oh, we all know what it is. Do we? Uh, I don't know. Hey, hallowed be his name, David Koresh. <laughs> <laughs> it's because of the haircut, man. I get it. <laughs> he was very clean cut. He was very innocent back then. Yeah, a totally different. Dude, back then, actually, um, yeah, no, that's gone forever. Gone forever, absolutely. But um, yeah, I don't, I I didn't even know that was how we met. Like on the bus going you forgot to that, didn't you? Construction. I have class. a good memory. You do noodles. You have a really good memory. <laughs> he so, brings it up to me every week just to re like you know you know how I'm at art up. Like Jesus Christ again with this. <laughs> it was very. Uh, it was, It left an impression on me impressionable moment for noodles <laughs> it i couldn't believe it i felt i'm i'm not gonna lie i felt like i felt so bad for you wow. i thought you were gonna say you felt the whole spirit <laughs> <laughs> i felt i felt like i was like I, I can't believe he has to go through that like he doesn't celebrate anything and now yeah. he feels bad Let's for get you. Into that. I mean, we, oh, he we're does not feel bad. Gloss for you. over that. Um, Noodles definitely had a better childhood than uh, than Mister R Dub. That R-Dub is true. Or me. You, I, you and I are on the same page on that. Okay. Cool. 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 Uh, I was raised in a very religious household. Uh, you could almost liken it to being in a cult. We were. Uh, we went to church three times a week. We did not celebrate any holidays, and it was a very interesting childhood, for sure. He would tell me some of the things that, um, like, we visited his old house, um, and it's way out of town. It's like 15 miles out of town, kind of in the country, and (laughs) it's literally a fucking shack. He lived in a shack, and he's like, oh. It looks exactly the same. Yes. I'm like, what? <laughs> no one lives in this thing. It's literally falling apart. He's like, yeah, 
it's about the same. Kind of proud of that house. That is literally the house that's on the cover of uh, Eminem's album. <laughs> if you if you remember that album where he's like sitting on the steps of his old house. He's like, why why take a picture of, of my house in Detroit when I could just go to Oregon and take that yeah. picture? It was eight mile uh Grants Pass. <laughs> Did you have like uh like two by fours up for the slats and then basically there's like some space in between each one? I think it was about it was certainly run down, right? <laughs> but uh it was about the size. I swear to god, this thing was like twelve foot by twelve foot house. That was <laughs> Literally the size of the house. This is no joke. We we called it the little house. Right? Because that's right. what your leader made you call it. That's what David, Mr. Koresh, <laughs> called it. And it just it just happened to be on a prairie. So it was a little house on a prairie. Um oh, Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> um and then full circle I move out to Kansas City where there actually is prairies. <laughs> that's legit. Now tell us okay. So I mean, we're on this subject of your childhood. You you had yeah. a very poor childhood. What a start! This is going to be like six episodes worth, is it? <laughs> yeah, this is another saga. I'm never gonna get out of these. No, you're not. Well, there is a good, a cool story with the it. history of entire everyone that lives in Oregon. <laughs> yeah, I know it's the worst. This is like your nightmare, TK. Oh, it's the you guys are reminiscing. Remember that time over by that one place? Well, okay. So we give a picture of his house, right? It's basically a shack. Now, let him know, let everyone know what you would have for dinner each night. Oh, okay. So growing up, we didn't have food. We literally fucking <laughs> ate uh, apple pie. Breakfast, breakfast right. lunch, and dinner. We had an apple tree, Several apple trees just outside the house. So my mom would go. She would buy fucking flour and water, sugar. She'd go pick apples. And literally, we would make apple pie. I don't know. We probably had apple pie for dinner for two or three years straight. And that's because you had an apple tree in your yard. Yeah. Did you have a dough tree in the yard? And flour (laughs) in the the pantry. Government flour. Oh, government food. Do you remember government cheese, dude? Yeah, dude. That that was like the best. It was brick. It was hard to cut, but it was worth it. It, it turns out it's like Velveeta now. that You can go buy that shit. It's basically Velveeta. I know. We didn't really have that. We had the peanut butter can with like the white can with the peanut on it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it was like oil on top. You'd have to stir it in. Yeah. I never had any of that. You had powder. Yeah. I guess you had a loving family. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Basically, if you've ever seen Lost, that's the food we would eat. Oh, I don't know what that is. You, you haven't seen Lost? No, I'm lost. Uh, so in Lost, they 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 crash a plane onto an island, and this island has like a government facility underground. They find this whole underground thing, and it's like got all these food stores, peanut butter and like the fucking white cans and shit. Oh, you were being conditioned for the show. Absolutely. Powdered milk? Did you have that? I never drank real milk until I went to school. Powdered milk is the fucking worst. It was gray. (laughs) So R-Dub would like beat kids up and take their lunch. He'd have like seven lunches in front of him (laughs) at school every day. Dude, you should have just brought some apple pie in. They would have traded you out quick. Like, you want some apple pie? I hate this shit. (laughs) 
<laughs> oh, the ironic thing is, do you still eat apple pie today? Love it. Do you? Love it. Do you have it for breakfast, lunch, and dinner? I would. He would. Somebody made it. So, wow. um, I can honestly say that R-Dub is probably the least picky eater I have ever met in my life. Literally, Dude, he'll eat almost anything. <laughs> I ate grass as a kid. Literally. So, yeah, I will fucking eat anything. All right. I, I that's think no joke. Sometimes I think I'm poor and I hear shit like that. Um, what's funny is we both grew up on the government shit. Um, you lived on apple pies. My dad worked at like a hostess place and they would get smash pies he'd bring home. Those little single pies. Yeah, yeah. They'd be and smashed they'd... and we'd bring them home. We just had to suck them out of the package, dude. <laughs> but that was like a treat, right? Or was that your dinner too? Oh, dude. I mean, we've anything became dinner. Up, uh, I made chip sandwiches. Oh. Yeah. But no mayonnaise. No. Dude, no. I would make... Uh, Mustard. So I had two sandwiches I would make. I would make ketchup sandwiches. Oh. And and I would make butter and sugar sandwiches. That's a that's a poor person staple. I've had oh, that. Yeah. The ketchup yeah. sandwich sounds terrible. I hate it. Uh, oh. I do a mustard sandwich for a ketchup sandwich. It's because we got in the routine of like making hot dogs, and then we would not have hot dogs for a few weeks. So we would just do the ketchup and the bread. You would just pretend. All right. I have a question for Put both of you. Yeah. So this is maybe this is a not real, but. Every poor person you hear that they love um, Chili Mac. Mm-mm. It's like a staple. Mac. That's like, that's like two Mac. things. You can't have two things. That's two <laughs> things. Later in life when we started to get more money, we would have macaroni and tuna. Yeah, where we take dude. a can of tuna, mix it with a macaroni. And yep. the cheese? Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, that was good. It was really oh. good. That was like a, that was like, ooh, hell yeah, we're having mac and tuna. Yeah, we're fucking living life right now. <laughs> right. I, I, I would come down in a little tuxedo when those nights. Yeah. <laughs> so you would never get Velveeta shells and cheese. That did. That oh, was that is like rich people food, dude. You uh, stay at your friend's house. Macaroni and cheese. <laughs> yeah. You stay and at your friend's house. Yeah. When you stay at your friend's house, it was like, um, holy shit, this is how people live. Oh, dude. Like, I give you a soda. Yeah. You would have like they would fucking open the freezer and they'd have all these fucking like things you could put in the microwave. First of all, I had never seen a microwave or anything like that. So you'd literally open the freezer. You could pick anything. It was amazing and put it in the microwave and fucking eat that delectable fucking food. It was amazing. Yeah. I'd never seen anything like that. Dude, I'm on the same page. Well, the popsicles, we can each have a popsicle. We don't have to share one or break it in half. And <laughs> right. We can each have one. Popcorn. We both get a little thing of popcorn and a soda. This right. place is the best. So when you went back home, was it depressing? Yeah, you'd kick shit over like, fuck this place. I hate you guys. You don't know what you're doing. <laughs> Timmy's family's got their shit together. I had popcorn last night twice. No, I was just Art like, though? I would be like, do you know there's this thing called a microwave? <laughs> <laughs> um. All right. So this obviously this episode is not going to be our guys' childhood the whole time. Nope. It's about economics. Let's do it. <laughs> we do have we do have some sub- subjects we want to broach. One thing um, about R Dub is he's kind of an integral part 
in the Noodles Saga, which we, I guess, are going back to a little bit. Holy shit, not again. Never ends. Um, The time when I was living in my buddy's garage before I moved, <laughs> before I met the girl online and moved to Pittsburgh, that's R-Dub. Hello. I have some questions for you, R-Dub. About this time. Okay. One, why couldn't he live in the house? Why was he outside <laughs> like a dog? That's right, a good so, question. I, I I like this question. Yeah. So we had this garage and it was like um, fully insulated. Pretty amazing garage for like, I had never seen, like when we rented this, I guess it was a condo at the time. I had never had a garage this fully insulated, drywalled, blah, blah, blah. So I always thought of that garage as like a potential extra part of the house. And so this whole situation went down with noodles where he needed a place to stay. And I'm like, man, it would not, it would take nothing to make this an entire like extra room. So where most people probably would have went was, Hey, you can stay on my couch. Here you go. Right. Right. Here's the remote. Here's the keys to the fridge because we locked that shit up. (laughs) (laughs) And here you go. Uh, But I got all fucking like crazy and said, oh, man, we could fucking like put plastic right here. We could move this here. And this is like an entire new segment of the fucking house. Here you go. And (laughs) so um, you picture like, wow, we turned it into a like a really nice bedroom. It was some carpet down. It was too bad. It was two mattresses on the floor. <laughs> a hobo, a whorehouse. <laughs> and my shit everywhere. What? And I, yeah. Just, you shit everywhere? No wonder no. you let them in that. That good thing kept outside. And that was my that was my room. Now, granted, I wasn't paying rent or anything, and they were bringing me in because I was going through a divorce. You did pay rent. Did Pretty I? Pretty sure. I might have. I, I was, don't. Uh, didn't you bring your computer? Of it was either brought, it was either yes. your computer or mine. I feel like you brought your computer and we could all use your computer and that was the rent. Uh, <laughs> nice. And just, so Noodles actually introduced us to online chat rooms, online period, right? We didn't like this was a virgining thing. Nobody knew what IRL was. Nobody knew what online was, chat rooms. IRC. IRC. Yeah. Yeah. IRLs in real life. Dirty uh, shit on <laughs> You know what? Now that you've told us about your house being 12 by 12, you gave him a whole home. I did. I know. In my mind. So, like, like I said, mansion, most, bitch. People, most people would have been like, here's my couch. I'm like, oh, no, dude, I'm going to set you up with a yeah. fucking home. <laughs> this is where cars live. <laughs> um, I remember living at R Dub's house. There were some memorable events, so that's where we started watching the real world. That's when Hanson came out with Umbop. Umbop. Because we would sit there and watch MTV. Um, a buddy who is actually on Ardub's or has been on Ardub's other podcast, she would come over and give us weed. So we'd get high and sit there and just veg out watching MTV. We'd go play golf a lot. Yeah, we were heavily into golf. It's almost like we're living during the pandemic and 
not having a job. <laughs> the flood? Do you remember the flood? Yeah, New Year's New Year's flood. That happened when I was living there. Here's a question Dude. for you, Noodles. Yes. One of the worst things you did to me. Oh, here we go. Oh, this was uh, has to do with Tupac. September 9th. Yeah. Yeah, September 9th, 1996. Yeah. What did you do? I came knocking on the door. Knocking on the door. And I bust through. Yeah. And I said, did you know that Tupac is dead? And I started dancing around. Dancing and laughing. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> My fucking idol. I'm such an asshole. Right. Yeah. He's like, that's what you give her put me out in the Try fucking garage. Guys, all the way to my fucking house to tell me that my fucking idol was dead and laughing and dancing about. You already it. knew he was dead. I didn't break the news to you. you but I was I was celebrated. I was a dick. That was a dick move. Yeah. And there was no reason for it. No reason. Just to I be mean, like what do you, <laughs> just to be an asshole. All right, the garage makes sense. <laughs> You want that kind of shit living in your house, fucking muddying up your fucking life? I don't no. disagree. What a shitty person. So you you can ask him some questions about um, how it has pertained more to the saga because obviously I I talked about it a little bit in noodles. Did you have your dad on any part of this? No. Oh man, he, you should have interviewed your dad. Oh, he would not have come on. I promise you that. Call him. Call him up. Let's see. Yeah, let's put get him on right now. <laughs> He's drunk and asleep right now. Noodle's dad doesn't like me very much for how I handled the noodle saga. Yeah. No? Let's, let's talk about that. Yeah. Let's talk about that. No, I'm so, listening. So I was um, talking to this girl online, as we know, from Pittsburgh. And... um. It got pretty intense. IRC. Yeah, on IRC. And um, you have a different take on it. So let's hear your take. Cause you, I told my take of it. So. I don't think I have a different take. I Okay, so my take is that, you know, my best friend Noodles is going through some shit. <laughs> going through some shit. Uh, he needs a place to stay. We're we're fucking gonna hook him up with the garage. And uh, did you have a job at the time? Yeah, I was working at Bentwood at night. Um, yes, overnight. Really weird hours. Okay, so you basically hung out at the house. So you're in the house on your computer. I believe it was your computer at the time. Online talking to Pittsburgh. Hours yes. on end, right? Right. And you laid out your plans. I was just like, man, all right. <laughs> you do what you got to do, man. You laid out your plans and um, you headed off to Pittsburgh. Now, I had a nice truck at the time. Oh, beautiful truck. And it was leased. I was leasing that truck. Right. So I think I said, hey, man, you need to, can you turn this in for me when the lease is up or something to that effect and, or drop it off to my dad. And then there was a phone bill. Okay, like, so I, I don't know much about the lease on the truck, but I do know that 
there was a phone bill and my fiance at the time basically said, Hey, we have a $1,200 phone bill. <laughs> and I was like, okay, cool. You know, I'm sure. Wow. Well, that is a drink. Noodles has that under control. And we'll just give Noodles a call and he'll fucking take care of it. 1200 dude. Yeah, back then I was fucker for real. 96. <laughs> so, uh, Noodles had a plan um, that his dad was going to pay for the, <laughs> the phone bill. Right. Just go and um, get the check from my dad. Something to that effect. I, I Maybe you, you can correct me, but I remember going to Noodles' house to meet up with Noodles' dad. I remember the truck sitting in the driveway. I remember him handing me money. I remember him being very upset with me as he handed me the money. And I remember it not being the entire amount. I remember there being some sort of explanation about how this was what I'm going to pay and blah, blah, blah. I think it might have been $300. Yeah. Oh, Um, Jesus. And so... (laughs) Uh, the fiance wasn't really happy about that. And I remember there being some uh, papers filed for a. A lawsuit. Right. What's the small oh, small claims court? Yeah. yeah small yeah. claims court paperwork drawn up for the remaining amount. And uh, I'll let you take it from there, Noodles, because I know that your dad wasn't super happy about that. Well, I don't know if that affected him as much as it did me. Um, because I started getting my uh, checks garnished. <laughs> it worked. Get my fucking money. And, Holy and, fuck, it worked. And R-Dub got paid. <laughs> nice. That was left out of the story. He's like, yeah, I told him I'd pay him back, and I took care of that. He didn't say, like, R- he had... R-Dub's not a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> R-Dub I, was, he got his money. I obviously lost, lost touch with... Um, R-Dub for about three years. Oh. So the whole time I was in the whole time I was in Pittsburgh, I was kind of in another world, as you guys know. So the curious part to me is at some point your dad felt like I owed him money. Yeah. So let's like dig into and that. And I have no idea. I just remember coming back home. And when I, every time I would mention R-Dub, all my dad would say is, that motherfucker owes me $300. No matter what I would say, no, I would say, look, he doesn't owe you anything. If you, need th- if you want the $300, I'll give you the $300. Nope, nope, that's him. I remember getting the current job that I had because R-Dub got me that job. And when I told my dad... 20 years later. (laughs) 20 years later. (laughs) When I told my dad who I was going to be working with, he's like, you mean that motherfucker that owes me $300? Like this, he's like the kid from that movie where he's like, I want my... $2? Yeah. (laughs) That's my dad. Oh my God. Send him 300 bucks. I I still think we should have executed this idea. So I had this idea. I told Noodles... Okay, so what I want to do is I want to go get one of these big fucking checks, like the fucking golf <laughs> game lottery checks, checks, right? 
and I want to make it out for 300 bucks and I want to fucking drive out and I want to like present Noodle's dad with his check and balloons and like people balloons everything $300 <laughs> that'd be awesome at this point in fucking R-Dub's life 300 bucks that ain't shit right let's just fucking cash that out <laughs> Noodles didn't want to do it why not dude you need to put it oh, oh, 300 ones in a briefcase that you open up like you did a cocaine deal <laughs> Dude, I think it would have been fucking Actually, amazing. I think about it now, and it would have been hilarious. But I mean, at the time, I was he's like... He's not dead. No, he's still there, waiting on his $300. Yeah, you don't let him die before he gets that 300 dude. <laughs> Maybe we can still the do that. The $300 that he doesn't owe him. It's worth $300 just to like make that whole thing happen. <laughs> for sure. And then you can get it from Noodles. Like You owe me $300 for that. Yeah. So that is the, that's kind of that, fucked up. <laughs> what, what my dad for sure. Well, yeah, I, the, there's something me. you told your dad that you're not telling. Oh, I did it. R dubs right now. I have to change that now. Uh, <laughs> there's something that you told your dad that R dubs doesn't know probably that that's why your dad thinks oh. that he still owes him three hundred dollars somehow. Let's be real here. The the only bad guy in this whole story is me. For sure. That's it. I'm the bad guy. Did, for 100% sure. Arda, do you think did you think Pittsburgh was going to be a dude with his whole thing going on? No. I honestly fucking so you have to imagine 1996 online. Like mm-hmm. there was there wasn't a lot of fucking like catfishing going on. No. So there was no reason to believe that this was anything but what it was on the surface. I didn't think about scams. I didn't think about That's a good point. this being some crazy fucking thing. If it if it was like five or six years later, we probably would have been like, eh. I don't even know if Noodles would have fucking went out there five years later. But this was like fresh shit. It was. Fucking it was early online. days. We're talking to real people on a goddamn computer screen, dude. That was amazing. <laughs> so you, you took everything at at fucking face value at back then. I Believe mean, it or not, it took TK. you a long time to get the microwave under control too. So you might have been a little behind on things. <laughs> I was pretty pioneering back then. All right, yeah. I mean, yeah. In, not in a good way, but I was pioneering. Yeah, absolutely, man. You, you fucking headed out east on the wagon, <laughs> fucking trip. <laughs> you gotta catch up, uh, RW. You gotta catch up on the noodle saga. Absolutely, I got it's a lot of episodes, but I'll I'll fucking get dig through it. Uh, yeah, I'd like to know how much how true that is, and then some of the stuff maybe you might not know about that story. It is the fact that he didn't know she was a prostitute was ridiculous. <laughs> uh, yeah, I was I was pretty naive and and I just was let my I was like a chick who gets beat by her by her boyfriend or husband who. Yep. Or pimp, either way, like, and they just won't leave. Like, they just deal with it and and continue on. It worked on. out, though. What? It worked out. It did work out. I mean, I wouldn't be like that. That was an experience that made me who I am today. Yeah, I was win. That was God's plan. <laughs> that was God's plan. Yeah. That was God's plan. Listen to the cult member. He knows. Hey. Um. <laughs> 
I was I'm just blown away by both of your lives styles where'd you guys come Oregon is a fucking weird producer of people that is true um a lot of we were talking about this the other day a lot of serial killers and mass murders come from Oregon mm-hmm. <laughs> I have a theory about that too let's hear that theory it's pretty simple is your dad noodles <laughs> <laughs> Now, if you're on the West Coast, if you're in the Pacific Northwest, to be more specific, you're living a life uninhibited where you let everything go. So if, if at the core of your personality is a goddamn serial killer, you're going to go out and kill some motherfucking people. Because it's kind of like the Wild West. It's the Wild West. It's free. It's fucking whatever the fuck you want to be. Out in the East Coast, there's some tight motherfucking anuses out there. You don't, you might, you're not doing what you want to do out there. We right? have so, loose anuses. That doesn't yeah. surprise me either, Oregonians. <laughs> totally different story. <laughs> I don't know, man. Um, I, you guys are very like, yo, bro, like chill. I feel like people in New York are way ready, more ready to murder. But they don't. They don't. They do. They just don't do it in a serial killer fashion. They're just like, that guy killed six people in New York. They're not doing mad. it right. <laughs> you guys are the type that like, I, I rip off fingernails and I keep them. Gotta have a plan, man. <laughs> Set yourself apart. So, um... Okay, so that's a little bit about how R-Dub is related to me in yeah, the Noodle Saga. Um, but I know we r- the true reason we have him on here is because uh, he's kind of a genius in some ways with his, with his thoughts. And I wanted to get... I know you have some ideas Does that you want to bring to the forefront, TK. And I want his take on some of those. An idiot savant. Uh, yeah, I'm Rain Man. <laughs> yeah, man. Like, so you and I were speaking about a subject where I started to talk about it, and you want me to table it for today's show. Yes, yes. And so, when you listen to this, bear with me. I'm not a serial killer. Uh, I'm not a psychopath. Uh, but I was kind of going along with, you know, the COVID stuff and kind of things that are happening and Bill Gates and all these different things. Basically, we were talking about world population and population control. What's that called? You had a name for it. You did. It wasn't it uh, genocide. <laughs> yeah. I mean, um, I yes. Genocide was the name of a stripper. <laughs> yeah, and welcome to the stage, <laughs> genocide. Oh, we could go into um the the most epic party that you ha- would ever see. Um and the reason I say that is because there was a female stripper there, but her name wasn't genocide. It was uh, a prince song. Do you know any prince? Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> So, um, so what, what did I call it? Uh, you called it, oh my God. Now I have to look. Okay. I think it's just population control. Yeah. I don't think there's another word for that. No, just murder and 
controlling the population. Oh, and you are yes, you called it um, murdering people. Yeah, that's what it was. Murdering <laughs> oh, people. So the the basis of this, the the example you gave me is what I can't get on board with. You said, um, like. Hitler killing the Jews was a good thing. <laughs> All right. Well, dude, don't lay it out like that, though. Like, you laid it out in a way that makes me sound very <laughs> hateful. I so, mean, that so was the geni- example. Okay. So, genocide itself is pretty fucked up to do it because it's a certain group or color or whatever, right? But <laughs> the fact that, like, what if the elite or the higher-ups know something more than we do and they have to control people? They have to make the tough decisions that we don't have to make as normal people, Right. So uh, I think the other example you said was if there was no wars, if there was no evil um, and murder, that the, it would be very quickly the the population of the world would get absolutely out of control and we wouldn't be able to live on this planet anymore. Right. So let's say there was no natural cancer. Let's say we, we cured cancer. Let's say there were no wars. Let's say there were no evil people that did those things like Hitler and just decided these race of people needs to go. Where would we be if every single one of those people had a family right now? And those people had a family and those people had a family. We would be double the population or something by now of what or we have more. now. And we can't we can only sustain so much. Let's say we have a room, a 10 by 10 room and there's 10 people in it and there's food that they can live forever for those 10 people. Or would we use a spaceship? I think we were talking about yesterday or the day before. Right. Right. You're on a spaceship, and you can live on the spaceship forever. It's 10 people to take care of forever. But now you're multiplying. You're having children, and they have 50 people, 100 people, and it starts cutting down your lifespan. And at some point, you're stacked on top of each other. There's no space. There's no resources, and you can only live for three years at a time. And it, then everyone's dead. The whole Everyone's extinct because of that. And you like this theory. That pe- No, I'm saying, like, I think it's we do need to control it. Right, you and like the theory the, of murdering people. Yes. Okay. I understand it. Like is a, a different word, right? Right. You 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 um you can see why that uh these elites think this way. Right. Uh remember the, I was telling you about the Bohemian Grove and the cremation of care. Yes. Ritual, right? Where they burn an effigy of a human. It's a fake human, it has screams and stuff. And basically they're sacrificing their care. They're getting rid of the care. So <clears throat> as they're cremating that care, they're saying, you know, we can only we have to make the tough decisions. We can't care about every single person. We have to care about the greater good or the big number, the big organism, which is everyone rather than an individual person. Right. And <clears throat> and I guess is the cremation of care this is that go is that coincide with the population control? In my opinion, it probably would because you have to relieve your empathy. Right? But they're if two. They're two separate things, correct? Yes, I don't think they go. I don't think they're like this goes with this. I think it just that. In my mind, those two things do correlate. But it's not two things that like this is happening because of this. But why would they call it cremation to care? What are they cremating their care for? And they're cremating their care because you can't function. You can't be a leader of a society and have empathy for everyone. You can't care about every individual person because it doesn't work. 
Right. Um, if I had a group of animals, let's say I had a pen of animals, and one of those animals got sick, and it infected if and it infected another animal, right in this pen, and then it started infected another one. I would have to kill those three animals so it wouldn't infect all of them. Or do I let those three live because I feel empathetic to them and they should get to live. But now every one of those other animals is in um, danger because of that. That's a difficult, that's a difficult thing to do. But if I had to relieve my empathy to be able to do that, that would be helpful. It would be, it would be helpful to do that to make those decisions. I mean, they they might not want to make those decisions either, right? But you have to make them. Um, sometimes parents don't want to tell their kids they have to do certain things they have to do, but they have to do it because it's good for the kid. Now, uh, the the whole um, cremation of care, I really don't have a counter argument to. I do for the mass murder of, of people for population control. But before I, before I go there, I kind of want R dubs opinion on population control, cremation of care to, (laughs) to be able to, um, not care about people in any way, shape or form. Can I say one more thing about the Hitler thing before we let uh, R dub jump in? (laughs) (laughs) So listen, listen, man. So if, if you were to let's say you had to get rid of a big number of people because you were part of this group that knew more than the people below them. Right. It would be easier to choose a group instead of saying picking out this kind, that one, this one, that one. It'd be easier to choose one big group to do that to to point as we need to get rid of this group because that would be a huge number they can get rid of it once because of some sort of vision they have. Right. Again, I don't agree with that part. I'm not agreeing with any of it, but I understand the need to do those things. Hitler was a visionary. He was ahead of his time. He was way ahead of his time. (laughs) This is a train wreck. You're trying to paint me as a (laughs) an evil, (laughs) like I hate certain groups of people, and I don't. (laughs) But I'm saying, if we're not high enough level to understand those decisions that have to be made, we're not in those conversations. We're not in those that circle. All right. I want R-Dub's opinion on this. Same. What do you think about that, man? What do you think? Hitler's a visionary? <laughs> Not even Hitler. Just um, population control, cremation of care. Is it necessary to start with that? Unnecessary right. evil. So this is some real ugly fucking truth here. Yeah. Welcome to the show, to... buddy. Yeah. All right. So, um, yeah, if it was a perfect world. And we got rid of all diseases and all this other shit. We would have a fucking ton of issues that would be out of control because we'd be overpopulated. We'd be completely overpopulating the earth. We would be, all of our natural resources would be depleted. So there is an argument to say that due to the nature of things, keeping things balanced. It's sort of, there's, there's a positive, there's a plus to not having everybody live not forever or a long time. People. Mm-hmm. Keeping it at a certain level of people. Right. So then you talk about agendas, um, evil agendas or whatever that, that add to that. 
<laughs> we can see R Dub on camera. He's kind yeah. of um, speechless right now. All right, so obviously you, you can't give props to the Nazi regime, <laughs> right? You can't give props to the Bohemian Grove. Um, but I believe this is this may lead into cons- uh, some conspiracies. But I believe there are groups of um, individuals that are more knowledgeable about different truths that, than the nat, than the normal person is. That um, for whatever reason they believe that certain groups or certain um, agendas should be carried out to deplete the human race. Well, that was a weird way to put it at the end there. But yes, <laughs> to uh, balance. Let's say balance. Balance. So can Did I poke we... a couple holes in this um, horrible, horrible plan that these elites have come up with? For sure. All right. So we've wiped out disease. We've wiped out war. Whoa, whoa, whoa. What? We are? Or are you saying in, in theory? In theory. Okay. In theory. Because now the now the reason why they're they're controlling the population is because if we wipe out war and disease and death, our planet can't sustain everybody. That's the, that's the theory, right? That's what you that's what your theory is. That's the population control, right, TK? That's what I'm proposing. Yeah. All right. So. Let's pretend that there is no war, there is no strife, there is no disease. People only die of old age and that's it. The world starts filling up, right? Now, all those people that have died, like, you know, millions of Jews and millions of Russians and and millions of Chinese under dictatorships, um, they all live. Um, don't you think that with all of that extra knowledge from all these living people that that would make the world a smarter place or potentially there'd be there'd be more smart people that they would come up with solutions for population well that they would say you know what maybe we would be in space in the 1800s We, we maybe we would be building spaceships in the 1800s maybe we would be having we would be on other planets by uh 1950 and we would be so far advanced compared to what we are today because we're killing so many people. There's seven to nine billion people right now. Why are we struggling so much now with that many people? There's the smart would handle it. So is it is it seven billion or nine billion? Seven I have no idea. Two nine billion? Seven. <laughs> is, it a, is it a? Is it? I don't a, know the number. Okay. Um, I'll blow a hole in your theory right now. Thank you. If the population grew without disease and without death and without yeah. all this other stuff. You would need a space to put all these people, right? Yeah, that's why and I I'm said thinking we'd that be most so of them are going to move to like Winnemucca, Nevada. That's where they're going to live. They're going to live in Winnemucca, Nevada. Okay. All right. Go to Winnemucca, Nevada, and see if you find anybody who's got any theories on space travel. Yeah, go to Las you won't, Vegas. You won't Do you find think it. people would normally live in Las Vegas? You won't find it. So, 
I'm blowing a hole in your theory that all these people are going to be adding to the human fucking condition. Yes. They're not. They're not going not to. Likely. You've made that decision for everybody. Yeah. All, all, the, all those Jews. Can, I've driven can through easy with your wisdom. Okay. I like that. Turn yes. the showers on. TKR dub, they figured it out, you guys. Well, well what if... <clears throat> I lost my train of thought now. Um, <laughs> so... You're you're saying we should have all those people. No, I'm saying the okay. Here's the goal of humankind is to beat disease and to beat suffering and you to think. end all wars. We've just been watching too much Star Trek: Next Generation. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if if that's hope, that's what people have. People have hope. So I'm not saying that's what the elites are are telling are striving for that's what humankind is striving for that's what the everyday man is being is like looking to like medicine is advancing to the point where we can live longer and everyone's trying to get world peace and feed the hungry now population control can be very simply adjusted by not having as many kids i mean already in the u.s today china Today in the U.S., people aren't getting married and having kids, and they're talking about the workforce in 20 years having nobody, and that's with war and disease and death the way Who's it is currently kids? right now. Who the fuck in America is going through a pandemic and not fucking having kids right now? <laughs> maybe that's their, maybe Have that's you their seen whole plan. The fucking- the tax fucking system in America right now, you get paid to have kids, right? Yeah, we, we are, we are reversing. Um, but this was just two years ago. This was a problem. They were trying to figure out how are we going to get people to have kids, our population. They were, I'm serious. They were scared shitless about. No, that. maybe that's what they did on the outside, but maybe that's their plan. That's the propaganda. That's how they teach our kids to act, so they can do that and they can p- take care of the population with that way without killing people just by having them not have more people. Possibly. I read that. I read that same article, and I went and fucking had two more kids. <laughs> <laughs> so and he's fuck me for re- reading the wrong article. And he's not planning on stopping anytime soon. <laughs> no, but. Like, let's say we live for three to be 300. Um, people are like, oh, they're not curing cancer because there's money. Yeah, there is money involved, but I think it's more so that that's how we can control the population naturally. Also, if the world brings a bacteria, a COVID, a cancer to you, that's evolution. It's supposed to be knocking us down. It brings the numbers down because that's how the world balances that's, itself. That's not evolution. That's nature. That's sorry. Wrong word. Nature does bring balance. And they, it, nature has a plan to bring balance, and it always has. But we're fighting that by creating the medicines to fight it and fight against yeah, it. Of course, and we always will. That's the fight we always will have. I don't believe that that's nature. I might, I, I'd be more apt to believe that that's aliens controlling the the human growth. So that's another subject: the Anunnaki, the Palladians. The, the lizard people? It's very possible. T- TK, are you still there? What? Aliens? Yes, aliens. Yeah, it blanked out for a second. It did. So, um, 
Yeah, aliens. I t- we talked about that as well. And we you're did. very against that as well. I'm, a, I'm against what? That aliens are, are That we're being controlled by a race or something that's beyond us, that may have been here for longer than us. No, my whole thing was, I, because if you want my opinion, I believe that aliens started humans. They started the human race. We come from another planet. I do believe that. We don't, but um, our DNA does. And that, I mean, that all that's possible, right? It, they could have, we could be aliens. I mean, there's, what was that theory you were telling me, uh, TK, about um, the original, the only real humans? No, you're not walking me into 25 different fucked up things. <laughs> no, I mean, the real humans are from Africa. Everybody else is an alien. That's what that uh, astronaut said. I don't know his name, though. I had to look that up. Right. An astronaut that's been in space, supposedly, believes this. TK's got some real fucking uh, dark Third Reich shit going <laughs> on. Doubt, dude. It sounds really bad. I'll put together. Um, but we talked about you're, not, you're are, against are lizard you people. Collector? Yeah, man. Um, you're against, you said no such thing as lizard people. There, I okay. The whole lizard people thing is ridiculous. That's like they watched V the final battle in the eighties, and they're like, "Oh, that's real." Or V was created because of that. Yeah, absolutely. That's, that's what it is. What What do you watch that you love the movie of? They live. That's yeah. exactly what that is. They live is a great movie. It's exactly. It's about the Illuminati lizard people. Listen. All of Hollywood uh, movies and all that is based on reality. But they want to give it to you as fiction because that allows them to hide the reality. Then why are the, is the government like, fuck it, yeah, aliens exist, UFOs exist? Why all of a sudden? They're not there yet, but... They are there. They said it. We're cr- we're creeping towards that part. Yeah. No, it's legit. The government has come out and said aliens right. exist. Since that would when? make us not believe it. Oh, recently they said it during COVID. They're like, okay, everything else. Guess what right. else? Guess what else? Right. So what do you mean? Why? Yeah. Why did they you're hide You're talking it about from- a show from like 1980 and then you're talking about now. Of course, they're eventually going to have to come out with the truth. But why right now? Because it's time. They're going to introduce, there's 10 alien races that we currently cohabitate with. We brought in the right guy. You ready? Yeah. The Greys. The Sasani. The Arcturians. The Nordics. The Palladians. That's where I'm from. The Yahil. The Anunnaki. Yeah. Alpha. Draconians. That's me. Those are the, the reptilians people. and the nomas. That means no more. Those are the ten races of aliens that will be uh, that will be va- basically shown to humanity over the next few years. And uh, are any of these evil races? No, they're all nice. No, they're not all nice, right? But that's uh, that's like saying the human race is evil. It is. <laughs> uh, we're animals to them, right? We're like well, animal I mean, level. There's good and there's bad. Like there's good and there's bad of everything. 
I think we're more of an animal species to them. Like uh, we're lower level mentally. What was Hitler's book called? Oh boy. I don't know. <laughs> I, I'm pretty certain you read it, TK. No. What? Is that in there too? It was called Mein Kampf. Mein Kampf, yes. <laughs> this motherfucker <laughs> is like legit Mein Kampf. Really? Oh, Fuck. Yeah. That's not good. Mm. I guess I I believe in a lot of that shit. No. So I will go on record as saying uh, TK is not in any way, shape, or form a supporter of the Nazi regime. How did he feel about racism? The, how did he feel about the 1960 whatever Olympics? Oh yeah. Oh, I wouldn't like that at all. Yeah, you didn't like that. Um, Jesse Owens? Nope. Yeah, you didn't like that, did you? TK? Nope. That's fucking bullshit. <laughs> no, man. Like, I'm not that guy, dude. But I'm saying, like, if population control is necessary, certain leaders may have to do certain things, and they may have been said, "Hey, you're the guy to do it this time. We need you to do it for uh, for whatever reason." I mean, here's the truth: world powers. It doesn't matter what world power it is, have to do ugly things to stay in power. That is like 100% the truth. And it, it can involve population control. It can involve, um, what is it, black flag situations where they they fake shit? Oh, the false flags? Yeah. False flag. False yeah, flag. false flag stuff to, to, to get power grabs. Um, obviously media and propaganda play a huge role in that. But if you're a world power or if you're a power that wants to have more power then you have to, that's the game you have to play period. So, um, you're right. And those people are evil. Not really. No. They're looked at evil cause they have to do bad things. They have to yeah. do those things. Absolute power corrupts. Absolutely. That's a fact. I would but, agree with that, but that doesn't mean they're do, like what their things choices they have to make is because of the level they're at. You have to thing. make choices. Your uh, Star Trek: The Next Generation that doesn't exist. No, because we didn't let people live. No, no, it's simply just not possible. It's for, not possible right now for that right. enlightened individual or that group it's just not impossible to 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 flourish so the people who believe they're enlightened today all of the millennials and all of the me too woke generation are delusional fuck faces yeah because they want perfect world and then it does that's impossible to create that it's a it's a strong theory that it just it just doesn't work so it's not delusional. It's not delusional. Hopeful. Right? It's 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 hopeful. It's it's a good theory, right? But it just doesn't work when you put literally take that fucking theory and then pour fucking DNA all over it. It doesn't mix. Are you talking about coming on it? <laughs> I'm very skeptical. <laughs> Wait, whoa, 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 whoa. Hold on. I got one here for you, noodles. You're very anti socialism, right? Anti, you mean communism? Yes. It doesn't sound like it. Right. It doesn't? No. No. You are like 
one one fucking little tiny toe away from crossing the line over to socialism. Yeah. <laughs> because you're saying in a perfect world, like I've talked to you about, like oh, it would be nice if everybody got paid the same, and we wouldn't have to worry about this or pay for that. And you're and you're like, no way, that's not possible, and it's not a perfect world, maybe. But but now you're fighting against that, saying, well, if we did give everybody everything, maybe we'd have time to make things space travel faster. Yeah. Well, the only thing I'm uh, trying to I'm trying to play the devil's advocate here and say that having wars and and killing entire races of people probably isn't a great way to control the population. What is? Well, that now told, they're doing COVID. Yeah, and COVID isn't real. So I feel like I feel like noodles would be in 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 uh, favor of penalizing the birth of multiple children and and killing off what is it the the females <laughs> oh, what? Oh, oh is this like a Star Trek episode no i'm just giving you alternatives <laughs> no, he's to like in, murder he's china That's all i'm doing is giving you alternatives to murder um and and my and my other point was is tk is in favor of of this but if they said, well, hey, you're on that list, buddy, you would be like, take me away. Get rid of me. Right. No, no, no. No, I'm saying I still have my own self-preservation. I'm a human. I'm I'm a regular person, right? And I'm not saying I'm for it, but I understand it. You understand. It, it makes sense to you. How does it not? I mean, I don't want it to happen, but if, if it's me. So if we had to get rid of 100 to save a million, you're not into that. You'd let all million die. I just told you that reference about one sick animal in a pen, would you kill that animal or would you let every animal get sick and die? If it was my family, I would let millions die. Well, then you're super selfish and you're actually worse than the people you're saying are evil. Good. A socialist motherfucker. <laughs> all potatoes, dude. It's all we're going to have now. If, Thanks a lot. If it was between my family or anyone else, I'm sorry. My family comes first. Right. And you would have a million people die for four people. Yeah. Well, five right. people. Five people. Me. So what I'm saying is like that actually sounds more evil. Right. But it's not. No, because you're selfish. Right. We all are. I, I understand that. But I'm saying like if you look at it, that is actually really evil, dude. Right. It's evil. I mean. You're saving five to kill a million. What would your choice be? Oh, yeah, I wouldn't want that either, but I'm saying you're... No, 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 what's your choice? Oh, let him die, as long as I get to live. <laughs> so, we're all evil. People are evil in 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 heart, is what you're saying. The Selfish. human race we're self-serving. is evil. We're self-serving. We are. We all are self-serving. But I, I'm not saying I agree or disagree with letting war... So, it's very simple. Um... The strongest will survive, right? That's been, that's how animals are. That's how people have always been throughout history. That's why Homo sapiens beat out all of the other human style races that, that, that they've found over the years. The strongest survive, right? I mean, we that's, could be smarter, not stronger. No, it's just the strongest will survive, period. I mean, what's, what's smart? What does that have to do with anything? Um, I mean, a monkey is stronger than we are, but we're out doing them. Well, I'm talking about a human race. What? The strongest will survive. That's how we've always been until now. Until 
technology got so advanced to the point where everyone can survive. That's kind of not true. I guess technology started with um, arrows and fire then because tigers would destroy us as far as strength. Medical, but our smarts medical and our endurance. Out- What's that? Medical technology. Mm. Um, before, if you were born with a deformity, they would let you die. Not anymore. Again, if, you were, if you were born blind, they would let you die. Not anymore. Again, it sounds messed up, but I kind of understand that. Yeah, it was. It's the theory of the strongest will survive. Because aren't you? Then you're propagating. Oh my god, that does sound like mind comp. I'm not even gonna say that last part. <laughs> so, uh, I guess it boils down to this: you you understand population control and why they do it, if they really do. Which I'm I'm skeptical on that. I don't think there's a a, a guy sitting in an ivory tower deciding who's going to die and who's what people are going to die and what people are going to live. I don't think they choose them. I don't think they choose them. I don't think they choose them one by one. It has more to do with humans want to be the, to be in power and they'll do anything to keep it. And they're then, and it corrupts them. And what do they do? Secret societies have annual meetings where they decide who lives. <laughs> Bilderbergs. Yep. Yeah. I don't know if I believe that. Oh, a hundred percent, dude. You got to get on that train. Yeah. That's happening. You don't, I mean, we can argue if they're successful or not, or if they actually have the power to implement their plans, but those meetings are happening and that's what they're fucking talking about. Right. Listen, listen to this noodles. Like there's, we're in management, right? And there's management above us, and they make decisions on cutting their staff. It's going to hurt their staff, but they have to cut them sometimes because they don't have the revenue or the work or something like that. They have to make those decisions. It's the same thing on a smaller level. Is it? You have someone's physical life in your hands by saying, hey, we have to let you go? We have to let you go. You have no means to eat anymore. Good luck. I hope you find another place where they let you eat. But that's not true. One of the perks of the job. (laughs) (laughs) looking him in the eyes like i just demolished you that's not true they do have a means to eat no you're taking away their livelihood yeah yes they have to figure it out one avenue of a means to eat are you the most optimistic thousand other avenues noodles in a real life scenario this could be the most traumatic event in somebody's life yeah some people are weaker than livelihood some people are weaker than others all right so you are you the one that wrote the Georgia Guidestones? <laughs> no, because he doesn't agree with the population size. Right. But he's agreeing now because he's like, no, weakness, goodbye. Yeah. Goodbye, weakness. It is Actually, very confusing. Hello, darling. It is confusing that you're not like. Nice to meet you. Like those people aren't saying, hey, you're the one that gave yourself cancer by living this way or eating this way or not taking care of yourself in some instances, right? Sometimes it's just DNA or genetic. But sometimes it's it's caused by your way of lifestyle. And they're like, we just won't fix it. You did it to yourself. Yeah. We're just not going to fix it. Yes. So here's where um, I'm not agreeing or disagreeing with that. I'm saying that there is alternatives to mass genocide. That's all (laughs) I'm saying. You made it sound bad, dude. That's all I'm saying. (laughs) 
Well, like I said, the I mean, most it sound bad. It is bad. I mean, the most humane thing is to have these natural-looking bacterias and diseases to come out. To right. Take and if 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 their if their solution is COVID, it's a pretty fucking shitty solution because that barely killed anybody. That is, COVID is literally just. It, it's it's sort of uh, how do you say this? It is. The precursor, so they're they're prepping yeah. us for what's death, for yeah. mass death. Yeah, that is COVID was like a practice session, hundred <laughs> percent. Could be a test test run. They are not fucking going full on with COVID. I promise not you that. Not even close. No, they're just they're testing the waters. That's that fucking meme with the fucking toe that's like stretched out ten inches <laughs> to <put the laughs> like. Hmm. Wonder what would happen if we introduced a pandemic that wasn't real and, and we just said it was a pandemic. Let's see how they can react. we get can we get this much control? Right? And, this is just a control thing. And they it, found out they absolutely can. Hundred percent. Amazing. Like genius. You have to step back and look at shit like that and be like, man, if you were like part of the world power, right? And you were a group of like a hundred people and you were deciding the fate of the world, the entire world. And you said, hmm. Wait, we're pointing at Joe in the back. You got an idea, and he stands up and he says, "Yeah, what if we just fucking said that there was a fucking pandemic? What if we didn't really have a pandemic?" Everybody laughs at him. I don't know, man. That's not. That's not. I don't know. Well, how are we gonna fucking? No, no. We just tell everybody that there's one. You know what? Let's just fucking try it. Right. And they do. Just fucking test it out. Right, they're like the twelve people that control the media are in this room. So yeah, let's. All right, so everybody's gonna fucking act like it's real, and we're gonna fucking tell everybody it's real, and blah blah blah. Control the fucking media, control the narrative. So that's just a fucking test, a precursor to something major. Like well, right, yeah, that's a precursor that wasn't their to, fucking full on attempt. That's a precursor to gaining full control over the masses at any point at any given time and it worked so they can do that they can do that forever they can start taking rights away um one by one everyone will be scared enough to do it and suddenly the world is under i guess whatever someone's control who you can't you can't fucking disbelieve that. I, I mean, the whole world believes in this pandemic that it is the most serious thing that's ever happened to Earth. Yeah. That either means it's real and there's so much compassion that they want as many people to live as possible. And this, and we're at a point technology where we can suppress an actual pandemic. Or what's the alternative? <clears throat> the alternative, it's not real, dude. I mean, wake up. It's not fucking real. Like you said, everybody cares and, and wants people to fucking live. Like this shit flipped on a goddamn dime and, and, a pandemic wouldn't do that. An agenda would do that. An agenda 100% would stop 
sports. A pandemic would not. My whole life, everything, every decision around me, big and small, has been driven by money. And sports in my life has been the biggest money maker, money machine I've ever seen in my life. They whispered a fucking pandemic called COVID and stopped all sports. Billions, trillions of dollars affected because they didn't allow people to go to sporting events. They can't sporting events, gambling. gambling. Yeah. Gambling, traveling, all, all of it on the whisper of a fucking pandemic. Of course, TK said gambling. Um, okay. <laughs> well, then what is the end game? What's the end game for them? I mean, you can't know, but what would it be? What would, I mean, what could they possibly be looking at that, that, what would this could, do? I'm going to refer to Mein Kampf. <laughs> <laughs> for, well, like, think about this. Like, what if it's just a, a social control, a social test, or a social experiment with us as well? We're all telling on each other. The new woke kids and people are like, you got to wear your mask and just telling on each other and self policing. Just to see how much like we will take care of like that's how much control they have. They say you need to do this and we'll just do it. Yeah, it's this very is odd. And an exercise in that, in my mind. But as far as an end game, like I mean, you could go a million different directions here, couldn't you? Well, yeah. I mean, to me, it would have nothing to do with pandemics at all. It would be to get the entire world into one monetary system electronic oh that's happening something of that nature but i don't know if you can call that an end game that's not an end game well that would be a that would be one direct result yeah that's happening because because the dollar will crash it is going to crash and it's going to crash harder than it is than ever in history of this country so that's part of this too then, right? Because they keep like, let's just keep giving money out and keep giving money out. And so we just crush what the dollar is worth or crush what the yen is worth or crush whatever all these different monetary systems are worth. Right. So we can rebuild it on a new monetary a new system. system. A new system that the whole world adopts. Do you guys see Amazon has a thing that like reads your palm now? It's so close to having like a chip in you. Yeah. I haven't seen that. It, your palm, every palm has a is like a fingerprint. It has a different signature. You scan so it. How is how is Amazon scanning your palm? That's a good question. How are they uh, scanning your phone? Palm? Your, your phones, <laughs> and then um, like at stores, they're going to start using those kiosk things. You, so you have to have it like a big phone, like a phablet. <laughs> no, Samsung. No, so Amazon's creating the system. I don't think it's to buy stuff on Amazon. Yet it's to go and put your hand over something like at a, like at a Walmart or something. Right, touchless. it'll, be, touchless. it'll be to get on a plane. Right, like it'll read your palm, An and it'll it'll show them if you've had the vaccine. It'll have all your information, all your pertinent information that they need. People will be making fake gloves and shit. Yeah. So no, man. I mean, it's a it's a pretty heavy subject today, especially for our kind of podcast, but. It was actually nice to have you on here for that because you kind of aligned with my thoughts of thinking on some of it. 
It's nice to know that I'm the the least sick fuck in this room. In this, <laughs> you're the most liberal. That's for <laughs> yeah, goddamn. <dude. laughs> it's not even that. It just it doesn't make sense to not to to believe like we should just fill the thing up to where there's no more room. Like I put seven thousand fish in my fish tank and they died. No, so you have to have. All right, you live in this world. Right, this is your existence. You should fucking have a realistic view of the powers that be and what the agenda sh- would should probably be. Right? Don't fucking think fucking uh, rainbows and unicorns. Think if this if if this existence and this power needs to fucking continue, what would that agenda look like? Right. That agenda doesn't look like enabling fucking billions and billions of people to fucking overrun the earth and just try to figure out how to fix it. It, The agenda looks like control. Figure it, like figure out how to fucking control it. So if you're within that existence, you don't have to be on the power part. But if you're within that existence, you should at least have a good understanding of what's going on around you the reality well i think we've covered a shit ton of stuff that is <laughs> pretty mind-blowing at this point no <laughs> i i want to thank our dub for coming on to the show um finally got you on and got through a full episode don't hang up <laughs> i mean I want to let everyone know we've had him on the show. It's just never been able to record. We're going to see if it ha- if we can actually get this thing recorded and put it out there because it's always interesting. And he brings a, di- uh, uh, especially paired with TK, they bring, when you pair them <laughs> together, they bring a different perspective on a lot of different subjects. For sure. I left my crystals at home this time. So <laughs> I should with the broadcast. I'm pulling out from the ether right now. I mean, okay, you need anything? Groceries? <laughs> yeah, I mean, out for groceries. But it's been a good time. So I appreciate you guys having me on. R-Dub, always a pleasure. Anytime you want to come back on, we can we can explore strange new worlds and seek oh, yeah, out new dude. life. New civilizations? Yeah. I, lo- I love it. I love the fact that you basically agree with me all the time when Noodles is a moron. Yes. Yes, I'm sure that's how it's going to come off. When people oh. listen, yeah. yeah, you're happy about this. Like you guys sound like fucking psychos. <laughs> you know what? It was a fun episode, though. TK, it was awesome. R Dub, always. You come back anytime, and uh, I will say this: um, you guys stay true to yourself and ride the bull. Ride the bull. Ride the bull. <laughs>